Welcome to another episode of the New Hope Youth Group Podcast. I've got Daryl Portwood with me today. What's up, Daryl? How much, man? How are you doing? Doing great. Uh, I thought I would just ask you this question because I want you to uh, alienate your entire fan base ever. So, just I've got kidding. So many followers. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> Everybody wants to know who would Jesus have voted for in this election. <laughs> That's a good one. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Throw you a little softball question there to start us off. Yeah, yeah, though I guess one direction. Man, you know that's that's kind of funny. And, and you asked that question, um, obviously, you know, tongue in cheek, but um, you know, with the inauguration and so much in politics going on, uh, new president coming in, and all, and all these things, it's it's something that's in our, in our face. It's something that we see. Uh, everywhere we go, uh, our conversations with people. And uh, and I see so many people, especially people of faith, Christians, wrestling with where, you know, where does, where do politics fit into their life and their relationship with God? You know, at New Hope right now, we are, uh, you know, we are really focused on talking about what the kingdom of God is and where we fit the kingdom of God. And what kingdom citizenship really looks like, what it means to be a, a citizen of the kingdom of God, and uh, uh, and how does that impact the way we interact with people and the way we talk about politics and uh, the positions that we take on politics. And so you asking a question like that, you know, who Jesus would have voted for, and all I can think about when, when, I, when I hear a question like that is I think about, well, why did... Why did Jesus even come to earth? What was his point? What was he interested in? Because I, the first thing I think about is uh, the triumphal entry, Jesus, uh, the last week of his ministry, entering Jerusalem, and all the people are you know, shouting and laying down their cloaks and palm branches and saying, Hosanna, glory to God in the highest. And uh, what we come to find out is a lot of those people were celebrating Jesus because they thought he was there to usher in a king, the kingdom of Israel, to put Israel back on the map, uh, who was under the rule of the Roman Empire at that time, and they just didn't have a concept that Jesus' kingdom was something so much bigger than that, and a, a kingdom that was going to be eternal, and is eternal, and not something that was just going to be uh, focused on a particular nation, like the nation of Israel, and man, I, I think about that, and I, I come back to, to where we are today here in the United States, and and you know, I know a lot of proud Americans who are very patriotic and very engaged in the political process. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, I think as Christians, we should be um, involved in the political process and involved in our culture. Um, but when does that cross the line uh, to uh, to us becoming uh, so locked into our political ideologies that we lose sight of? what it is we are here to do representing the kingdom of God and uh, I know I haven't even come close to answering the question because they're really I don't think so definitely republic I mean definitely democrat I mean definitely libertarian <laughs> right, right right yeah, yeah we uh, we obviously just uh yeah there's no real real answer to that even though a lot of people think that there is right and I've got so many people that want to say well if you're a um you know the, if you look at the uh, the Democrat platform versus the Republican platform, you know I've got some friends that would say, "Man, how could you possibly vote for a Democrat and be a Christian?" 
And I've got other people that would say, man, how could you possibly be a Republican uh, and still be a Christian? And because they want to take a look at specific issues and then point the finger and say, well, if you agree with this particular issue, then I don't see how you can be a part of the kingdom of God. And man, that's when it starts getting to be so divisive and we start shutting people out of the kingdom of God because they don't agree with us on every issue or even they don't even agree with what we think the Bible has to say. Um, that's, it gets to be a real problem. Yeah, there's so many thoughts that run through my mind with this and I, I've posted a few things about it, but uh, I, I feel like every four years or maybe even more than that, there's just a, a cycle that goes on and there's always you know sides that um, they, they uh, say certain arguments, certain points to their side about the other side. And in the next four years, you know, it flips and it's the other side saying the same kind of things. And it's just, it's a, a constant process where, you know, half the population is always upset. Um, and the truth is, even though we have uh, a new president and, you know, every four years or eight years, there's a new one in office, how I choose to live my life um, is what's most important. And I'm going to live uh, for my king. I'm going to live for Jesus no matter what, no matter who's in office. And I'm going to try my very best to love people and and you know, I think uh, you know. You mentioned the um, you know, the kingdom citizenship thing that we're talking about at New Hope, and when you kind of compare that to uh, the American citizenship, I'm, I'm very proud to be an American. I'm very proud for the men and women that have fought for us and, and for that freedom, and, and I never take that lightly. But I will say there are times when I get a little confused by people who, and whether they intend to do this, I don't know, but they appear like they care more about their American citizenship than they do their citizenship in heaven being a Christ follower. And so again, maybe they don't intend to do that, but the things they post, the conversations they have, it's just very uh, heavy on that side of things. Whereas why can't we focus even more on the kingdom of God and doing everything we can when, when people vote differently than me, when they believe differently than me, can I still love them? Can we learn, for goodness sake, can we learn how to disagree better, disagree well, and love people well? Is that even possible? But that whole kingdom citizenship versus American citizenship, uh, speak a little more to that. That, you know, that's a, that I, I said in a sermon recently um, that I believe, like you said, that there's nothing wrong with patriotism. As a matter of fact, and there's nothing wrong with being involved in our political process and, and taking a stand for the issues you think are important. Not only is there nothing wrong with it, I think it's important that we do that as Christians, that we are involved in our culture. I want to say that again. But I think sometimes we get so locked in to our positions that the positions themselves become idols to us instead of us keeping a view of the, what the kingdom of God is and what it means to be a kingdom citizen instead of just being focused on being an American citizen. And uh, really, I, I guess the real struggle there is, are we just going to be people that are focused on issues or are we going to be people that care about people? Yeah. Uh, one example I can think of is if you want to look at scripture, is, uh, is in uh, the book of John, there's a story where uh, a woman who was caught in adultery is brought to Jesus and the Pharisees want to find out, you know, what Jesus is going to do with this woman because clearly adultery was against God's law. Um, and Jesus, I think, would clearly say, I don't know, not even I think, I know, Jesus would say, yes, adultery is wrong. Adultery is a sin. Adultery is against God's plan. 
But how did he treat that woman? He treated her with love. He forgave her. He restored her. He, and then he challenged her to go and leave her life of sin. But I think sometimes when we get so locked into our ideologies and our opinions about issues and platforms, Democrat or Republican or whatever they may be, that we, we get so locked in on issues that we forget about what it means to love people and how we can definitely stand on the truth of God's word and, and call sin, sin. I'm not saying we don't identify sin and we don't take a stand on the things that are sinful as the church or as Christians. But remember that people are not issues, people are people, and we are called to love people. God's kingdom is open for everybody if they will choose to accept it. And the second that I take a stand on an issue and start shutting people down who disagree with me on it, the second I start uh, not listening to people, the, I start denigrating them and pushing them aside or, or casting them out because they don't agree with me, Basically what I've done is I've shut the door of the kingdom of heaven on half our population because they didn't agree with me on a particular issue. And that's where I think the problem starts. Yeah, and I think one thing that's important too is understanding, you know, standing up for issues and, and following your convictions is really important as we've talked about. And if there's maybe even a singular issue that uh, I guess inside your soul, you're just like, I, I have to vote this particular way because of this one issue. That in it, I mean, that's not wrong, that's fine, follow your convictions. Absolutely. But again, if if there's a group of people that disagree with you, can you listen to them? Can you still love? Um, I have, over the years, I mean, I've so many topics, I have maybe not changed my mind completely, but I've um, changed in certain ways, and it's because I have a lot of Christian friends on both sides. And again, even by saying that, some people would think, well, no, there can't be a Christian this or a Christian that uh, in the political side of things, but just listen to people, um, understand where they're coming from and, you know, be open. And it's, again, it's all about loving others. Um, when I read scripture and I see Jesus saying, blessed are the peacemakers. And it says in Hebrews, make every effort to live in peace with all men. And so few people are doing those things. But I guess as a final question, you know, for when it comes to those issues, um, again, can you stand up for what you believe and follow your, your convictions in a Christ-centered way for certain issues and, and just still, you know, still be a Christian and love people? Well, and, and I think we have to. Um, I think we have to identify, especially when we look at culture and the issues that are hot button issues today, um, we, I think we do as Christians need to know what does the Word of God have to say about that? Where do I stand on that particular issue? Uh, where would God want me to stand on that particular issue? But remember that our call is to love people. And so we can, we can definitely have opinions and we should have opinions and take stands on those issues. But to remember that people are struggling with those issues and I want to love them. I want them to be able to hear the call of Christ in their life instead of just shutting them down or condemning them and pushing them aside. The reality is I'm a sinner too. And they could just as easily come back at me and shut me down because I'm on the wrong side of an issue. And I know I'm fallible and I know that I have issues that I'm wrong on as well. And I don't want the kingdom of God shut my, the doors to the kingdom shut in my face either. Yeah. And so to me, that is a, about having discourse and even being able to disagree with people, but love them 
and let them make it clear to them that that, that love for them uh, supersedes all these other issues and that uh, ultimately let's let the Holy Spirit of God do the convicting and the transforming uh, that's his role yeah and so that, that's where I try to tell myself that all the time and uh, when I start to get fired up about an issue I, I pray on that I, I reflect on that that, that it is God's job you know the, the Word of God is there his truth is there his spirit is given to us and uh, and I leave the conviction of the Holy Spirit to him um, I can have discussions I can take a stand on things uh, but I can do it in a way that lets people know that no matter when we disagree or what we disagree on, that we can still care for each other and want each other to be in the kingdom together. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I think, I guess if you won't answer who Jesus would have voted for, <laughs> um, like a really important topic would be IU or Purdue. I mean, you gotta... Oh my gosh, well, <laughs> being that some of my money is going to be going to IU next year, I think that settles that. So, yeah. <laughs> That sounds good. Well, obviously, there's a million different topics within this uh, one topic that we could debate, but hopefully we gave you something to at least think about uh, this week. And uh, no matter what happens, um, Jesus is on the throne and, and we can uh, um, hopefully love people well and, and understand uh, you know, what it takes to show people who Jesus really is uh, as we move forward. So, Daryl, thanks for joining us. And we will continue to look forward to the messages about the kingdom this year at New Hope. Thanks, Tyler.